0: Hey there, this is Ann, and I am Tina. And welcome to our first episode of Real Talk. Tina, you and I have known each other so long. About how long would you say that we've known each other?
1: I would say it's been almost 15 years and I can't believe that we're actually doing this. I'm, I'm really excited and nervous all at the same time, and to think that our friendship all began while working in the media at a capital murder trial of all places.
0: Tina and I were both covering a story. She worked in radio and I worked in the newspaper business. And without going into too much details, it was a pretty big story. And we spent quite a bit of time together and we hit it off instantly. I mean, the second that we saw each other we just connected. But you're
1: so right. We were instant friends. I was so young. And I remember my boss giving me a book to read about covering significant court cases. And that was all I got. So (laughs) off I was and becoming friends with you and has continued to be such a gift. Instant connections, at least for me, are not an every year kind of thing.
0: We were glued. I knew that when I saw you that it was go time and I felt safe about the rest of my day.
1: Absolutely. You were my rock and my encourager throughout that entire trial. There were some interesting things that happened during that time that you also helped me through. (laughs) You know, sometimes we laughed, sometimes we cried, sometimes we ate, and sometimes we were just silent, but we were always together all those long and tiring weeks.
0: Yeah, I remember hanging out at the courthouse for hours upon hours. There were days where we would del- they would be deliberating, and we would be there twelve hours easy. Uh, we would get to escape the courthouse once in a while to go eat with some other media people, uh, but for the most part, it was you and me, you and me against the world. I, we were so much younger. <laughs> You you weren't even married yet. Uh -uh. I can can remember how young and innocent you were. And there was just something in me that wanted to protect you. I don't know why, but we just met. And honestly, I was a little scared myself covering that story because it was one of the first big stories um, like that that I had ever covered. Um, but I just knew that the second I saw you, I felt better.
1: Well, it's crazy to hear you say that because I would have never guessed that was your first big story like that. It was my first one, and I I wear my heart on my sleeve. So any emotion that I have, you know it. And so I don't even think I realized back then that that was your that was your first time on yeah. that bit of a story either. Well, I was nervous every single day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, But just, you know, for me, it was knowing that you were going to be there just made me feel so comfortable. And I'm wondering if you felt like maybe you wanted to protect me because of our age difference. I didn't even think about it at the time. Only actually recently did I learn your real age. And so I just wonder if that had something to do with it. And, you know, during that trial, there were things that I'll never be able to unsee that I wish I could. And for me, I think that that has carried over into being a mom. I'm very particular about what my kids see, because oftentimes you can't unsee it. So I do have younger children. And if something comes on the TV, if we're watching sports or something, I'm like, close your eyes and I mute it. Yeah. You know, they take it seriously.
0: Yeah. I'm the same way because exactly what you just said, you can't unsee something you can't unhear something and you want to try to keep them as, as innocent as you possibly can, especially in this day and age. It's just so hard. but I can also remember being in that courtroom and seeing the things that we saw. they still haunt me today. Um, it was uh, it, it's something that I'll never ever forget. Um, I remember when you got called to be on a bigger news network, Um, And that was really cool for that to happen. Um, You got called to be on a bigger news network for an interview. And we, you, I think um, you called me and we rode in the car that picked you up to take you to a station. Mm. And we just wanted to be there for each other and help each other through every single thing um, that we went through with that story. And for even a short time after and I've got to tell you,
1: you were my very first call. I was like, oh my gosh, why did they pick me? I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, oh, I'm just this young reporter. Like, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I think it's like nine o'clock at night. Like, we've been in court all day and then they call. And, you know, because we're keeping it real, it was a limo, And Do you remember <laughs> that? Came yeah. And picked yes. us up. You were so great. Because, like I said, not a lot of people in the media are Especially like opposing networks, if you will, are super kind, but there was no jealousy. You just were like, yeah, I'm going to be over. I'm coming with you. And Mm -hmm. I will never forget how grateful and thankful and blessed that I was that you came because we talked the whole ride there about what happened in the courtroom. And I was not able to be in the courtroom because I had to call in to the radio station and do updates every so often. And so, you know, when you're inside the courtroom, you can't just leave, come back, leave, come back. Mm -hmm. And I remember you telling me you were my eyes. And I remember you telling me Mm -hmm. things that I would not have been able to answer for this big news network that wanted me on. And never will I forget being told that was a very astute observation. And I think I left there like, just hugging you with this great big hug, like, and yes. you did it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Because yeah. everything I thought I was going to talk about when the news anchor talked about it, I could think I was feeling it in, in my body. Like, Oh no, what am I going to say? I thought I was going to say this. And then she asked me the one question that I had asked you on the ride there. And Oh my goodness, just absolutely. So grateful. I'm just so blown away by your kindness and your, your real joy. For me and wanting to be my friend, I
0: just, and
1: you know, the rest is history, right?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think that that connection helped us be able to um, to work really well as a team back then. And uh we I didn't even second guess when you asked me, and of course, I would have went to help you because I thought of you as a friend, even though our relationship was so new and I didn't look at it as any kind of a competition or anything. I was just so happy for no, you you didn't that's I, you you were you are so genuine. Oh my goodness,
1: one of my favorite traits about you, I feel like it's hard to find that. So for anyone listening, if you have that, hold on to it. that's a treasure. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, but life has really happened since then. I mean, so much is different in our lives in 15 years. Mm -hmm. It's, It's changed so much, hasn't it? Yeah, a lot of life has happened for both of us. And it's
1: life that has drifted us for a period of time and also brought us so very close together again with even a deeper connection, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, even during the times that we really didn't talk, um, I still have always felt this connection for you and weirdly a protectiveness of you. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a mom thing. I have no idea, but because I mean, I know lots of people around your age group versus my age group, which is a little older. We don't need to say exactly what the <laughs> age <group. laughs> I always tell my kids, you never ask a woman how old she is. <laughs> Nobody wants to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason, I have always felt that strongly. And whenever you've gone through things that have been pretty significant and we've stayed at least, um, you know, where we've stayed in touch and known things that are going on with each other. uh, I felt it so deeply. And I just wanted to just run to you and give you a hug and help you uh, through it. So um, it's always stayed with me. Um, We always kind of stayed in touch through our marriages and our kids even though it's been fifteen years, which I still yeah. can't believe since we worked there. It goes by fast and you know,
1: some days are long, but the years really are short as that saying goes. And uh it's it's crazy to see how quickly time's gone by. You look back and it's kind of fun then to remember where it all started and go back over yeah. those fifteen years.
0: Yeah. But it really is all about connection and friendship and talking, listening, caring, a hug. I mean, those things just are so important and they get you through life. Absolutely. Someone
1: you know is there through it all. I think that's the big thing. Not just the good, not just the bad, not just the fun, but everything. And also allowing some room
0: for mistakes because I do believe mistakes make you grow. So this is how our friendship began. And we both have been in media. We have both had a lot of trauma, pain, and joy in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, oh, I have always learned along this journey that uh, pain is something that we need in life and it actually moves us forward and um, joy is just so important and it is everything to me as I, as well as it is to you. I know that you can feel joy and pain at the same time. We both have been in therapy. We both are raising kids. Mine have special needs. So some of the things that we're going to be talking about in these podcasts is um, some special needs. And I know with everything that Tina and I have been through. We have both lived a a lifetime and a half. So sure feels
1: like that sometimes, you know, there are days where I feel like I've run five marathons, days I wish I could redo, days I want to live over and over again. And sometimes those days are just the most simple where it wasn't necessarily anything big and grand that was going on, but it was just a simple quiet, happy. And when I say quiet, I mean, nobody's sick. You know, there it's a day, just, just an ordinary day that becomes extraordinary. Um, Then there are days where it's just plain struggle, but I guess that's what the journey of life is all about.
0: Yeah. I like what you said right there about the extraordinary uh, day. Mm -hmm. An ordinary day can just be an extraordinary day. I absolutely love that because right now, and I'll just share like a quick a little bit about my life, and we'll be doing this more and more as we go on uh, with the episodes. But I'm, I, I adopted my grandkids, and they are now officially my kids. Uh, but a lot of people my age are out there, and uh, I just talked to somebody, and they went to Vegas, and I talked to somebody else, and they're going to Florida. And um, I mean, I'm not in the retirement age, but. I do have a lot of people my age that are doing different things because their kids are grown and I look at my life and my life is full and I'm so blessed and I'm not going to lie. There are days that I sit here and go, oh, wow, I would love to go to Vegas too. Oh, I can't because I've got three little kids and all of them have disabilities and I can't leave and I really can't even leave them with a babysitter right now. But you know, um it is what it is but I look at them and I'm sitting around the table last night at dinner time or whatever and I just am so full. My life is blessed. So it is all about perspective sometimes. And you know all of our experiences have what is getting us to here today right now wanting to do this podcast. I mean we both have degrees, we both have a lot of experiences And there's lots of different times that I've been called to a platform, as you have as well. And I just always come away thinking and hoping and praying that maybe there's just one person was helped um, along in that, in, in this journey, in that moment. And Tina, you recently referred to yourself as a conduit.
1: Mm-hmm. I do think that that is my purpose is to connect people to resources or people to things or things to things, you know, people to people. I, I feel like that is what I'm gifted at. But I will say for anyone else listening who is also a conduit, sometimes it's not that I need attention or like, yay, you you know, thank you, you did this. But sometimes you feel like, Are you even noticed because you're the connector piece? And sometimes I feel like you forget about what's connected you because you already have what you're looking for once the connection is made. And so sometimes I find that's where I struggle. I love being a conduit. I love helping people, connecting people. Um, But sometimes you kind of feel left out. But my hope here is to connect with you and hopefully connect you to something that maybe you need in life that you'll hear us talk about or our experiences will bring you.
0: You know, it's funny that that's the word that you used when we talked about starting this podcast was a conduit because I always felt that way as well. That was one of the words that always kept going through my mind. Um, I One of the degrees, which I, you know, like I said, it isn't about that, but I went into social work. And one of the reasons I went into social work in psychology was because I always wanted to, and I still, I do this all the time. Um, when I hear somebody has a need, I'll research it and I'll try to find the resources that they need to help them. Um, so, you know, having a conduit, and I wouldn't be where I am right now if I didn't have conduits, people oh, in a good point. that helped connect me or were, they were there for me during really difficult times in my life. So, um, it's that, you know, uh, passing it to somebody else, you know, that moving it forward kind of thing where, um, hey, you know, we we are older, even though I'm older than you. Um, <laughs> we're, we're older, hopefully a little wiser. I mean, I'm not that person that I used to be even 15 years ago, When I hope that, oh, I know. you know, and, you know, we have a story. I have a story and a half for sure, and I know you do too. The only reason we are here at this point in our lives is that we are both fighters. Mm-hmm. We are resilient. We have had moments where we are completely beat up, <laughs> completely, and feel like we can't even breathe. I've had lots of moments in my life like that. Me too. But then we find a way to put one foot in front of the other, and we make it. That's right. I I think it is
1: about taking the first step. That was so good. Resilient. That's a trait I value about myself and about you. And I think that we as humans need to be and are made to be or can learn to be resilient. I think that's what you need to be able to balance joy and pain in this life.
0: You know, we're going to be talking about a lot of difficult things in this podcast. We are going to be talking about anger, forgiveness, attachment, boundaries, self-doubt, confidence, self-care, which is really important, different kinds of therapies, self-talk, which is a biggie for me, I know. And we've talked about that with you as well. Hope, shame, feeling vulnerable, addictions, disabilities, surrendering, and so much more.
1: Oh, I know a lot of heavy stuff, right? But we get it. So if you're in those places we have been there or are there too. But I want you to know there's so much hope and beauty along the journey. And if it's one thing that Ann and I are, we are real.
0: Yeah. So we hope that you can join us each week as we are real, because that is the only thing that you're going to find here. In fact, I have a pretty, all the circle of friends that I have um, are so transparent and they're real. And I have kind of weeded out people in my life, I guess, that just weren't really real and authentic with me. And it's just it's just so important to just be as honest and transparent as possible in relationships um, as we share what's going on in our lives and hope to hear what's going on in yours. Absolutely. We hope, yeah. We hope to make this a very interactive Podcast. You can currently reach us on our Facebook page, Real Talk with Tina and Ann. You can message us, let us know what you think, what you would like to, us to talk about, and let us know what is going on in your lives. Each week, we will finish the podcast with a quote. And I know that you came today with a quote, Tina. Oh,
1: this might be my favorite part each week. I am a collector of quotes, I have thousands of them and so this is one of my all-time favorites um i'll start us off with one from trisha lott williford who knows a lot about joy and pain her profound oh boy see what happens i'm still in radio i must have talked too much earlier today it's profound (laughs) her profound but keeping it real (laughs) her
0: profound
1: quote see i'm struggling with that word again Boy, there are some that just trip me up. I never knew this was one of them.
0: (laughs) Well, Uh, well, I have words that I cannot say no matter what. So I get it. uh, You
1: got to laugh. You know, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at, right? (laughs) Well, Trisha's quote that really changed the way I view every single day is the best days and the worst days only last 24 hours. Isn't that so good?
0: it really is good. I mean, that speaks to me so much because we have this thing in our house that every day is a new day and it offers new opportunities. I have 3 kids that I'm trying to raise and it can be really crazy and I just I have we have this thing that we offer new chances and don't don't hold yesterday's behavior over someone's head. We have provided mm-hmm. we provide the chance and we pave the way for a new outlook every single day. So I absolutely love that quote. I do too. And I love what
1: you're teaching your kids. You are sensational. I always tell, I have three kids as well. And I tell my kids that, you know, today is a good day for what? And they'll answer a good day. And I always say, be kind, have fun, help others. And most importantly, and they finish it with, I love you. And I tell them, I love you too. And cool. Well, thanks. They're, they're really, really great kids. And it's something that I feel like has been ingrained in them now. And I have told them that if you ever want to start over, all you have to do is ask, but I'm not going to make that first step for you. So they have now come to learn that when they make a mistake or, you know, they hurt one of their siblings or whatever it may be, they're really learning to step up and not only apologize, but say, can we start over? And it's like, yes.
0: Oh, See, that's, you know what, if everybody was taught that, I mean, it, you would just, we would have when we're, if we were taught that, that young, we would have a different opinion maybe about ourselves and give ourselves, not be so hard on ourselves. I, I tell my kids every morning when they leave for school, we always just look at each other and say, best day ever Best And we, of course, tell all of us that we love each other and things like that, because that's just so important to teach them these things this young.
1: Absolutely.
0: Oh, so, so
1: good. Well, thank you all for tuning in to our first ever episode. We are so excited that you're Mm -hmm. taking this journey with us. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.
0: Thank you.